0: Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at greetingspod or on Twitter at greetingscast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Greetings, and thank you so much again for joining us on an episode of Greetings, the greeting card podcast. I'm Dan Conroy. And I am Bobby O'Rourke. And we are so lucky and blessed today, Bobby. Did you know that? I figured, but why don't you tell people who aren't us why? hate explaining things to them, but I guess if I have to allow it, we are so lucky today because we are speaking not only to a person who has been on the front lines of the greeting card industry, somebody who has seen the mechanisms and movements, but is also a dear friend to us and is willing to come on the podcast today to talk a little bit with us. And we are eternally grateful not only for them giving us their time, but also for being in this pig slop with us. So please give a warm round of applause for our very first guest here on greetings toby (laughs) segona
1: thank you guys i'm so honored to be here
0: Toby, thank you so much for joining us today. Our very first guest on Greetings, the Greeting Card podcast. How are you doing today? Let's get started on that.
1: I am doing fantastic. How are you guys doing?
0: As good as we can be. I'm okay. I am uh, actually uh, kind
2: of on vacation with my wife's family, and I have decided to not join them, so I'm down in the basement
0: <laughs> doing a podcast, so I'm, I'm feeling great. Where podcasting deserves to be, in the basement during a vacation. <laughs> you go down there while the rest of us have a great time. What do you suppose they're doing right now, Bobby? i I've been told they're having a lovely dinner out and I'm as previously mentioned in a
2: basement and you know I do it for the love of the work and because there's no way to tell your family that you love them than by silently retreating while they go have a better time not
0: to say that you guys aren't great but they could be having crab cakes right now as far as I know well we're the kind of we're kind of the crab cakes of friendship if you think about it right Toby
1: that is very true (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep. We're a soft cake full of crustacean meat mixed with breadcrumbs. And that's what friendship is can be. So you let your family and Maddie's family know that, both of them, Right, whatever time you want. That's the longest t-shirt I've ever encountered, but I do like it. <laughs> You'll probably find it where you are, where you're vacationing. That's in the gift shop somewhere. <laughs> and in the back, it'll say, and all I got was this t-shirt for my time spent in the basement. Well, Toby, uh, again, we want to thank you so much for joining us. We have got a few questions we wanted to ask you. Uh, Bobby, yeah. I know you had one to get started. Yeah, absolutely. So Toby, we- we've known each other for several
2: years at this point. You're a writer and, and a-, a performer in many ways, so you told us you had worked in this world so the world of greeting cards so if you could just briefly tell us or not briefly depends on how long you want to talk about it for we have nothing to do (laughs) true how did you get a job in greeting cards and what did your job entail what is it you actually did day to day
1: yeah absolutely so you guys know that i've been writing ever since i could hold a pen in my hand Mm -hmm. it's been something that i've been passionate about forever But I never really thought to do it as a job. I kind of used it as my hobby. And so I was in theater for a long time. And during the pandemic, all of the theaters shut down in New York. So I kind of had to find that alternative route. And I applied to a couple of schools. I got into NYU's publishing program. And it was just, it was, it was mind blowing. It really was mind blowing. I mean, don't worry. During the pandemic I played animal crossing and did all that other fun stuff too. So don't (laughs) worry. (laughs) But it it was really like a mind blowing and, and mind opening to me because I got to learn so much about the publishing world and copywriting. And I realized I could get paid to write and it never really crossed my mind. And so when I quote unquote graduated, And got my certificate, I started applying to every copywriting job I could find. You know, obviously, it was really hard during that time to find a job. So when this job came along, and I got the interview, I remember during the interview, they had asked me, why greeting cards? And they kind of asked me in the way like, ew, like, why would you want to do something like this? (laughs) Like that kind of way, that kind of tone.
0: Always good thing and, you want to hear it in an interview.
1: Right? It's like, oh, crap, what am I getting myself into?
0: Oops.
1: But I wanted to say, you know, well, I, w- I want a job. It's, you know, I haven't been paid in a long time. But <laughs> <laughs> but when I really thought about it, you know, greeting cards are really near and dear to me. And, you know, ever since I was a kid, my mom, my grandma, my aunt, they send cards for literally every occasion. Birthdays, Halloween, Christmas, Thanksgiving, like every holiday and as a kid you kind of thought like well this is kind of silly like why are they sending cards for this but then as i got older i'm like oh i get it like you love getting mail from someone that you love you love knowing that someone you care about is thinking about you and putting the cards up and you know decorating and it's just such a a special thing and even now like my my desk is filled with thank you cards that i'm filling out for my bridal shower that i just had and when my wedding comes around you guys will get thank you cards as well it's just something that i really i, I find very important and i love doing it um so it was kind of a no-brainer you know to accept the job when they offered it to me that's basically how i got into that i i, I don't actually write Greeting cards, which I'm sorry to, to disappoint.
0: Listen, the fact that the <laughs> fact that you're on the ground floor alone makes us so happy, believe me. Aww. That's we, we can't have miracles, and that's fine. I just want to say that is an incredibly heartfelt and beautiful story, Toby. But oh, uh you. Bobby, we found one. We found somebody who has a background in Halloween cards. That's right. I don't know if you've heard, Toby, but we've had a couple episodes where we didn't believe that people got those. And only because and and, and not knocking it, it's just you know, greeting cards a lot of the times are about about traditions, personal traditions with your family. Bobby and I have talked about them differently. My personally, we also had a tradition of loving giving cards with each other and making them very heartfelt. But neither Bobby nor I, with our different backgrounds, had ever received Halloween cards. And we were like, what the heck? You guys really? just say the okay. magic
1: word and I will give you guys Halloween cards coming up. So you, you asked for it and you're getting it.
0: Wow. <laughs> it's finally happened, Bobby. <laughs>
2: You're actually, Toby, you're kind of a better choice for a host as co-host for Dan because longtime oh, no, listeners no. of our short-lived podcast will know that I'm a bit of a greeting card agnostic. I don't dislike them, but my family didn't do greeting cards. or when they did, it was very perfunctory. It was a gift, and then on top of that was a card that just said "Love." whoever, you know, we we didn't put a lot of thought into the cards and we just expressed love differently. So you are (laughs) kind of coming in more on Dan Zegel of someone who has an aesthetic appreciation of the greeting card. And I'm coming in as sort of a a young punk who doesn't think I need this in my life. And maybe we'll get my life turned around. I don't know. Time will tell.
1: I mean, every family is different. And, you know, the fact that you are now so involved in the greeting card world and it's kind of changed you. Hey, it's Better late than never. We're glad to have you.
0: (laughs) A hundred percent, Bobby. We needed that rebel without a cause James Dean energy you bring to us here. And the whole idea is we're going to convert you from your life of leather jackets and and motorcycles and not greeting cards and then bring you into the greeting card world, which if I had to guess was probably cardigans and um, cat calendars. Toby, am I right about that? Or is that a complete stereotype? Yes. No,
1: I think this is a a very correct answer. (laughs)
0: Fantastic. I love when my stereotypes are correct in regards to occupations. Now, for the listeners, what because you you were copywriting for this job, what which of the uh, big companies are we talking about here?
1: This was Designer Greetings. So it's a family-owned company. They're the third largest greeting card company.
0: So they're behind Hallmark and American Greetings? Yes. I see, I see. Now, on the scale, did you ever see sort of like how big of a gap it was between what I'm guessing was second place American Greetings and you said Designer Greetings, right? Um, yes. Okay, great. So between designer greetings and American greetings, was that a a big difference sort of designer greetings was very much a more artisanal farm to table greeting card?
1: I think because designer greetings is a family owned company, they have all in-house artists. Mm. So all of the in-house artists are the ones that create the cards, but we also work with other brands. So we have photographers that we work with for the photography line and a humor card line that also has, you know, photographers of their own. So they have their own sets of people. And mm-hmm. I feel like it might, it might be a little bit different on a, on a Hallmark scale where they, where they probably hire people you know, for separate things, but they also might have in-house people as well.
2: And do do different people have beats like what they needed a sympathy card? Like not Jim. Jim doesn't have the sensibility for this. Get Tom. Tom is the guy for, for sympathy cards.
1: So I'm actually wasn't a part of the actually writing the cards and creating the cards, but we did have a small group of people that worked on, you know, the writing, the designing, you know, the producing of the cards. It's a big process, like bigger than you would think than just writing a card, designing a card and just being like okay it's done here it goes like there's such a long process that goes through creating a card or producing a card I don't know it specifically and I don't want to butcher it but I know it is a very long process and it's really cool to think about you know it's just this small little card and So much goes into it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I I think we didn't really have an idea of exactly how much work, how much effort, how much love could go into just one of these small little pieces of stationery. But clearly it sounds like there was quite a bit. And not to put you on the spot here, so no, no worries, but was designer known for doing A specific genre of card, for example, were they more into birthday cards, sympathy, special events for weddings? Was there anywhere that they focused more heavily? So
1: the cool thing about what they did was they had a niche for everything like they Mm. had. Obviously, birthday cards is the biggest selling greeting card, but they had a huge selection of Christmas cards, huge selection of you know mother's day father's day they had cards for bar mitzvahs new house new car new pet they had cards new pet from two pet from pet <laughs> you know <laughs> there was every little cute little niche and <laughs> and that was that was what, what, what made it i don't fun. i they, don't
0: want pe- i don't want pets getting into this business <laughs> with us that's i i've i've said we had a name of an episode called i don't want to owe dogs things and one thing I don't want to owe them is a response because now they know how to get sympathy out of me by writing a card that's too much they're already cute what why do they need this for they don't need this what well, we do because we need to find a way to express ourselves on pieces of paper dogs do it by just looking at us with certain eyes they don't they don't need it I'm sorry they don't need
1: it. hey but if you think well, about thanks it for and coming you
0: to the want podcast. <laughs> just needed to get that out there Toby is when you're in the office, because I, you you mentioned that there is sort of a, a team that works on these greeting cards. There's obviously different teams for, uh, I'm guessing, promotions and marketing and, and copywriting, like yourself. Is the greeting card industry anything like the very few movies that have been made to show it? I believe movies we've talked about include 500 Days of Summer. Her, which technically is not greeting cards, but he writes letters, I think. Is it anything like Hollywood likes to show it off as? And Girlfriend's Day, I think, too,
2: right? Dan, was the other one? The Bob Odenkirk movie, that was-
0: Correct, Girlfriend's Day with Bob Odenkirk. Mm -hmm. Great movie, been watching Better Call Saul, really on an Odin, what I call an Odin kick, and I'm not talking about the Norse god. Ugh.
1: So I was part of the marketing and e-commerce department and our our department was very small, a very small niche. And we worked together to basically create every every marketing piece, everything that had anything to do with writing e-com. That was me. Is it similar to the movies? From what I can remember of 500 Days of Summer in particular, there were there was a scene where Joseph Gordon-Levitt goes to like different groups of people like there's a group of women, he's like trying to help write captions for like love cards. And there's another group of people that work on religion cards and they just turn to him for all of the captions. It's I don't want to say that it's maybe Hallmark, you know, maybe the higher ups have specific groups of people that work on specific types of cards but i think it's more of a collaborative process that you don't really see in the movies where it's just like this one person writes all of the cards Mm -hmm. i don't think that that's actually how it works and i think it could also be because i started working you know during the pandemic so there were some days that were really slow because you know some things were delayed because of shipping or some days that were really really busy because you know you have to do this that and the other and you're in all different places at once and it's go the day goes from 9am to 5pm in a blink of an eye i think yes and no i think yes and no the, with the movies i think they they show the creative process but they also don't show that there's such a busy process that goes into the greeting card industry and they make it i don't look, think
0: they make it look more streamlined a little bit exactly uh, you know for well there's probably a better word but it's the only one that's coming to mind they make it look sexier than what it really is i feel like exactly
1: with, with, with any and they're occup- all dressed up and wearing suits and i'm like I don't think people really dress like that to d- write and, you know, work
0: on that. The offices are incredibly clean. There's not just stacks of paper everywhere. Nobody looks disheveled. I mean, I guess you could say that about every occupation that is Hollywoodized, but yeah. I feel like they're just like that. There's probably much more collaborative effort. 500 Days of Summer is a good example where it's old Joseph Gordon basically doing all of the caption work, and it's like... I don't think he's the singular James Joyce of this greeting card company. Like, there's <laughs> exactly. got to be multiple voices. <laughs> there's got. You cannot have hired just one dude for all the all the genres or themes of greeting cards. So it's nice to hear that they don't completely rely. They live and die by the sword of one guy's brain. That's yeah, what it's, I, it's, I was kind of like, hoping. Was
2: was there's a pantheon that that someone would walk into and they say Valentine's Day and and a, a, a muse would step down from a pedestal and be like, you are great, and it's spelled U R G R eight and then like great that's it go back to your pedestal whatever you
0: want every one of the neko hearts was written in goats blood we all know it you had to get them from ball if not from ball then where but that's interesting so really it's it's hearing from what you were saying like yeah it's it's clearly they they isolated the groups but it's definitely more of a collaborative nature it's it's just like you said there's more bureaucracy to it you know there's definitely not not all You want it to be incredibly artistic and like this salon of people's thoughts. But at the end of the day, it's getting this image rights and reproductions, most likely, and, you know, getting this other person's approval on this text and something like that. So I can see that kind of being the reality of making those cards.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And even coming from the, you know, marketing e-com side, I wrote the information, but... Then I had my graphic designer who would make the everything look beautiful. So it really was a really great collaborative process. Like, I can never say that one product was solely my creation. It was a group Yeah, we don't talk about the artists so enough, fun. I don't
2: think, of how much effort must go into We've talked about designs that are more effective or not, but never really stopped to think, now, how did they get this image onto a card? And by the way, just in case our uh, intentions are misinterpreted, we... Whenever we talk about cards, no matter how outrageous they are, we always come from a place of love. We're never telling people to not do cards or that they're terrible. But we're in many ways just flabbergasted that a lot of these designs or these sayings Most of the time we're combined in the way they were, you know, there's got to be an overarching brain that says, okay, we're going to put this slogan with this card and these images and go ahead. And sometimes we're just fascinated by the results that come
0: about. I agree. I feel most of the time we are rating and reviewing, but not out of malice or spite. A lot of the times it's an appreciation for how much work goes into this and you know sometimes things are more instinctual make more sense together and un- and other times they you know we don't see where the intuition was and then I have a third theory which is these cards are starting to be written by AIs which I didn't know if Toby you could declare whether or not that was true or not but I had a feeling that computers are starting to do these things which you know I don't know if I've told anybody on the podcast about how I distrust what I like to call beep boops but I do not <laughs> trust their I don't trust them I mean if they're going to be able to isolate our emotions with text what's next but can you confirm or deny whether or not ai's are starting to make greeting cards and be honest
1: i will not deny that i could see that happening in the future but as of now they are all real people
0: okay that makes me feel better i mean that's dan owes me six bucks yep canadian though (laughs) so yeah 450 Actually, they might be directly on the nose now. Just buy me some sweet tarts. Do you want the chewy kind or the the hard chalky kind? I think we both know the answer to that. We both know the answer to that one. We're actually going to replace me with Toby. Let's face it. Bobby, you got to stay on.
1: No, you don't give yourself enough credit. You guys are incredible. The way you can... Just keep a conversation going. I just admire you both very much.
0: Well, first off, we don't need me saying us and O's as many times, but we appreciate you, Toby. So much information (laughs) you've already given us so far. You said that you're still doing freelance for this company. I think another question that I have here is... What do you notice is different with marketing for a greeting card company versus copywriting that you've done for like other companies? Is there anything like a big major difference you've noticed?
1: The difference between the different jobs is the content that you write and the different blogs and the content that you put on the websites. What remains the same is the amount of dedication and the amount of research that you put into what you're what you're working on. So, you know, with the greeting cards, I still freelance and I do a lot of the proofreading for the catalog. So... Catalog work is a little bit different because, you know, you're seeing the image, you're seeing the inside card and you have to proofread what that has, whereas opposed to writing an article, you have to do a little bit more research. It's a lot more editing, a lot more proofreading, that sort of thing.
0: That is, I mean, I feel like we've gotten such an incredible insight into the industry in a way because fun fact about what we do here, Toby, we have done little to no research at all. We've gone in completely (laughs) blind to babes in the woods with curly blonde hair. Just dedicating ourselves to being unnecessarily judgmental towards these greeting cards.
2: Now, wait. Now, to be fair, you brought to me, uh, if anything, I'm the dumb dumb here, because you brought the American Greeting Card Awards. I'm sorry, the name escapes me. What
0: is the it's name the It's the, awards, awards, the Louis Awards, we're both Louis. unhappy yes, about. Course. Oh, you know about the Louis Awards. Okay. I do. <laughs> have you also perused the website like we have?
1: I have. I've done so much research, and we've actually had a couple of cards that won Louis Awards or have been nominated. Wow. Ah. Yeah, they're like the the Oscars of greeting cards, which, you know, they deserve it. It's a lot
0: of work. Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, we're a little unhappy that we missed the recent Louis Awards that were done in San Francisco, I believe at the Fisherman's Wharf. So we're unhappy that we missed that. Did you ever get an opportunity to go to the Louis Awards?
1: I did not, but I would have loved to attend. I'm sure they're really fun.
0: (laughs) Bet they're a blast. Those greeting cards people, they probably know how to really party.
1: Right? Mm
2: -hmm. (laughs) We were thinking about doing an episode, Toby, simply on the Louis Award categories, because when we got down to the list briefly on another episode, they were so granular. Some of them were for things like best Hanukkah themed birthday card, you know, they got to levels that you didn't really expect that you could get to on a greeting card.
1: Yeah, there are so many different subcategories that you don't even realize you would ever send a card for that occasion. It's, it's, (laughs) it's amazing.
0: (laughs) I was most surprised by how you get a different award depending on how expensive your card is. Like we were so surprised there's the under $5 and then there's the $5.99 and above. And I didn't know that was the difference of the like does it say it under the trophy you get or is it just like I, I don't know but I thought that was fascinating
2: is it on a sticker at the bottom base of the trophy if you turn over the, the the Louis awards to say 599 instead of 399 it might just have a little price stamp
0: on. It. and is the trophy like an individual instead of them like you know playing tennis playing te- I was saying playing tennis and mimicking golfing because that's how much I know about sports so instead of doing a sport which is what I get to say they're just reading a card and they're just doing it up there is that what the trophy looks like Toby we need that answer
1: oh I don't actually know what the trophy looks like I'm gonna have to google it now but maybe, I'm sure it says, you know, best card, best five ninety nine card. I would love that if that was my card. The more specific, the better.
0: If, if it is not, I will be so angry if it's just a plaque. I'm looking right now. I'll take bets. Toby, do you want to take a bet on what the
2: award looks like, the Louis Award?
0: Okay, I have one kind of Louis Award. I don't remember. It doesn't say what year it's from, but I have one kind if you guys want to guess.
1: The only guess that I have in my head is like a Dundee Award. <laughs> that is what I'm picturing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, it's probably actually, mm, no, it's not close enough. I'm sorry. I was trying to, I knew the Dundee Award was somebody with like a briefcase, but no, it was not. It was not the Dundee. Bobby, do you have a guess? I was going to guess a statue of two figures, one an
2: ant looking very expectantly at a younger person who's reading a card and trying to make eyes like, thank you very much. That's my guess for what the Louis Award looks like.
0: I wish there was a person involved. You know what? Another uh, proof of the pudding that these things are made by robots now. I'm sending you guys a link to what it looks like. And this damn thing is just a glass wall, as modern trophies tend to be anymore. Oh. And yeah, it's got a gold envelope, and opening it up is a star that says the numbered annual Louis Awards, which if you ask me, that star is not going to fit in that envelope, one. And two, <laughs> that's that's not even a good card. There's no space for text. You barely oh. have space to write my name. I usually like to put a stamp on it. I won't have space for that at all. This is, the, if I got this at the greeting card area of my local grocery store, this would be a bad card. This would be a not good card to get.
2: So Toby, you're I, I, if I remember correctly, you're a fan of the Oscars. So it seems like what they're giving you is more like the envelope that the Oscar comes in rather than the
0: Oscar trophy. You don't get an actual trophy.
1: Can you imagine if that's what happened when the actors came up? They're like, congratulations, here's the envelope.
0: (laughs) They give you a gift certificate, essentially, to say thanks for playing. (laughs) Here's something that can blow away in the parking lot if you're not careful.
1: This is something you could put on your fridge.
0: Like a greeting card, which we are going to do yeah. oh, back. <laughs> at the end of this podcast episode. But before we do, really quickly, Toby, did you, before we get to our next phase, is there anything in particular you wanted to let the masses out there that listen to this damn thing, is there anything you wanted to let them know about your industry? It can be nothing. It could be everything. But if you had something, I wanted to give you the space to say it.
1: Ooh, that's such a great question. I think that people don't really appreciate cards as much as they should and maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong maybe there are people that save you. yeah maybe there are people that save greeting cards in a box I know I save every card that my mom's ever given me since I was a baby uh, my grandma's cards but I think people need to when they when they receive a card from someone they care about really really take that to heart and really like you know, find that sentimentalness in it and whether they keep it or not or display it on their fridge or put it on you know their dresser drawer I think you know really appreciating that the person that gave that to you thought about you and they were on your mind and I think that's what makes it so special and that's what that's why people have been sending letters since you know the beginning of time you know (laughs) so
0: a hundred percent I I agree with you I think that is wonderful We have talked on the podcast about when there was a culture of cards being sent on the regular and as clunky as that might have been, like just literally giving someone a card for walking through the door. There's something special about it. You like getting something in the mail. You like hearing from loved ones. You like celebrating and knowing people from afar, celebrating as well. And a special level of consideration with certain cards where you can go back and remember these fond memories. And it's something you can hold with your hands and look down and enjoy for generations to come. So I'm with you 100%. I think, I think that's mm. wonderful, yeah. That was so well put, Toby. Dan, you chose your partner wrong. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll go in. And- well, you we'll see how season two goes. Uh, you know, we've got a whole nother season to do. So <laughs> And then, when, then we'll end it. Then I'll have said everything I want. But we haven't gotten there yet because we have a very special treat for you guys because not only do we have Toby giving us insight into the greeting card industry, but she has provided the greeting card For this week. Now, as all of you know, we will be providing the greeting card for you guys to look at on our Instagram at greetingspod and Twitter at greetingscast. Be sure to look at it and follow along with us. And Toby, this greeting card that you've provided, where does it come from? What is its background? Give us the deets before our eyes start to uh, potentially bleed or glimmer.
1: (laughs) So it is a, a designer greetings card. It is one of their brands called Northern Exposure they are a humor Love photography the <laughs> they are a humor <laughs> photography greeting card line and this card just makes me laugh it was the first card i thought of when you mentioned that you were looking for a card or asked for my opinion on a card and this card was the first card that came to my mind and i'll tell you why when you look at the card but it's just it's just so silly it's just, it's a silly card. It reminded we me of guys, We love silly here. We don't do silly
0: <laughs> enough. We do, we've been doing absurd and kind of blank, like just cards that need answers. So we- With a dash of Lovecraftian horror once in a while. Oh, so Absolutely. much of it. So much of it. Too many tentacles. Too many tentacles all at once. So, Bobby, are you ready to open it up?
2: Yeah. So, Toby, we have never looked at this card, or at least I haven't. Dan, are you telling us the truth when you haven't looked at this card? I have
0: not looked at this card. No, no, no. I did not. I had to search for the email because it got uh, lost in a bunch of emails today. So I had to go back to it. So, okay.
2: So Toby, h- how this normally goes is Dan and I will start describing the card as the first time we see it. And once that's done, we'll go sort of page by page. So we'll look at the first page, describe what we see, our reactions, our thoughts, and we'll just kind of continue down until we hit the end. And then at the end, we'll let you know how we close out. But I'm excited. This is uh, this is going to be fun. Dan, I'm opening the card right now.
0: As am I. And Toby, uh, also, please feel free to uh, comment along with us. This doesn't mean you have to be quiet if you don't want to be. And oh, good Lord, that's a toilet. All right. <laughs> (laughs) We are off and running. Surprise! Yeah, we did it. All right, hold on. I got to adjust a little bit so I get the full amount. So this is... Bobby, you want to start us off with the description? I said it was a toilet, but there's much more to it than that. I
2: sure do. Uh, so, Toby, the text at the bottom, is that still on page one, or would that be like page two of the card?
1: This is page three. This is the inside of the greeting.
2: Okay, got it. So I should do the whole thing as, as a as a single description. So I'll start with the, the, the image and then the text. I'll describe all at once. Sure. Okay, got it. So, Dan, what I'm seeing uh, that Toby has provided for us is a photo of a closed toilet, and it's been given two toilet paper, full toilet paper rolls on top of the lid to create <laughs> the effect of eyes, yes. and an empty toilet paper roll in the mouth, if, if you will, over the closed lid to in, in imitate a cigar. And it looks to be a fairly clean bathroom. It looks like it's not in a public bathroom. I would say this seems to be a pretty private place, as bathrooms can often be. I agree. And then below that—oh, it's all white, too, I should say. The color palette is almost entirely white. Everything looks pretty clean and sparkly. And mm. then below that in text, it says, You finally reach that age when no matter what you do, you think, colon, I should probably pee first. Happy
0: birthday. (laughs) And happy birthday to you. Now head to the bathroom before we go to dinner. (laughs) I was going to say, because I was in the same camp that this bathroom is especially clean. It's an all white tile, white toilet, white toilet brush on the side. A nice little detail there. But below it, that is either marble tiling or that is dirty tiles. But either way, as... A photographer, I might look at that and go, maybe let's try to do some editing on the tiles because it kind of looks like that is either marble or it's dirt. And the (laughs) fact that someone might think of it, unless, you know, psychopath like me, would look into that and go, no, we should probably alter that a little bit. But that might just be me. I don't know if you guys feel the same way.
2: I mean, we're doing a close reading of this card. So let's, you know, the, the average Johnny come cardly. Who walks into the CVS and says, I need Johnny a Johnny on the
0: John uh, for John, the moment.
2: Johnny on the John, that's right. Walks into the CVS and says, I need a birthday card. It's for a friend of mine who's a funny guy, as in Goodfellas, and uh, he needs a card for his birthday. And this, this just pops out. So, Toby, why this particular card? We've talked about... The humor in cards you know they have to be in most cases pretty broad there's not a lot of inside jokes you can put on cards why does this one tickle you how did you get to it like why this one out of all the cards you could have chosen how did you settle on this one
1: so i have two reasons the first one this was one of my favorites when i was also working on their social media I posted this as a throwback Thursday in reference to the toilet paper shortage from the pandemic and <laughs>
0: oh clever I like it. You were like
2: remember the worst part of our lives so far it happened already. <laughs>
0: remember when supplies were short?
1: It did really well. I I I just thought it was funny. I was just having fun with myself you you, you have to lighten
0: you have to lighten it up that's the point of the job i totally get that yeah you got you just gotta laugh if
1: anything it may be laugh but the second reason i just think it's such a a funny image that this is a birthday card like somebody goes into a store and says i'm gonna buy this card from my mom or my grandpa like it's gonna look really great on their fridge
0: (laughs) yes oh yeah 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 it raises an eyebrow, absolutely, <laughs> and it either it either raises an eyebrow or you chuckle immediately because it's just because the cigar on the side of it, as as it were, the the paper towel tube, kind of gives rise of a sort of vaudevillian like wise guy, you know, gangster sort of look to it. But so so it does definitely give this level of humor to it and. I do especially appreciate the sentiment. I am uh, at 30 years old. All I do think about before I go anywhere is you hey, should probably use the bathroom. You don't know when you're going to find another one. So that that is a universal feeling. I definitely agree.
2: I with. thought we had more time. I was telling someone I was talking to that I, oh, as a coworker, I was saying, uh, you know, when we hit the 30s, as we all are now, I believe, it's not that things are broken. We just need maintenance. So a- yeah. it's not it th- things don't malfunction but you know i have to just stretch every morning that's just something i have to do in order to feel okay for the rest of the day i didn't have to do that when i was 25 but today i just wake up and like you should just do some some calf stretches because you're going to feel better later on today and this card well, is leaning into that sensation of like well you know you're getting up there it's okay
0: there will be mornings when i will wake up and feel like a soreness in the shoulders where if i was in my mid-20s or, or early 20s i would definitely be a lot more concerned and feel like i have to go to the doctor whereas now it's like yeah welcome to getting old idiot like it's just that is just part. it's cool it's perfectly fine i do one of these i i rotate the cuff and i'm perfectly fine but you have to do that and so yeah this this definitely resonates in that fashion and and i would love this on the fridge 100 this would this would bring a lot of joy so humor toby is interesting because
2: things that make you laugh there's people who just simply like Old people saying funny things on cards. That seems to be a very popular way to go. It's, That's a big it's one. Puns, funny phrases. Are, are cards always meant to to invoke a sort of everyone gets this joke kind of vibe? Do you think, or could you have a niche card, a card that you could see being made and? Only a handful of people will understand the reference, or is that just antipodal to how a major greeting card company works? They have to just churn out this. Everyone will understand this joke. Everyone will find it funny. We have to just keep going and just just churn these all out.
1: Yeah, I think that most companies want to design cards that people are going to walk into the card aisle and say, oh, this is a universal card. This is going to work for my mom. It's going to work for Bobby's dad. It's going to work for Dan's girlfriend. You know, like people want that card that's going to sell well. But I think it's also fun to have that niche card where someone can say, wow, someone wrote this card just for me. So I think I think they want to do a little bit of both. There are a lot of people that appreciate that punny card. I feel like puns are a very universal type of laughter, but what I find funny, you guys aren't going to find funny. Like I I think the toilet is is hilarious, but someone might be like this
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: <laughs> someone else might be like this is stupid. I don't I would never give a card with a toilet on it.
0: Of those two, if you had a personal preference, do you in your artistic opinion prefer a card that is more in the niche category, which is going to be of great interest to a smaller group of individuals? Or are you more of a fan of a universal card, something that is multifaceted? It's the sport utility vehicle. You can use it for multiple different individuals and, and perhaps even multiple different occasions, depending on what the text is. What, is there one that you prefer over the other?
1: I think when I pick a card, I like that the card symbolizes in some way the person that I'm going to give it to because then it just seems more personable. It seems like I picked this card out and I really thought about that person while picking out that card. And I also like to write my own note, even, you know, despite whatever note is inside, I like to write my own personal note, but I think companies tend to go for the more universal because it sells better. You know, you have to think about the sales and, you know, of yeah, it's, it's harder to sell if it's, you know, that that's another topic, too. And this could, you know, take a whole series of, of episodes, but, you know, dive.
2: We'll have you back <laughs> on. Yeah, we're free. <laughs> yeah.
1: But going into like the diversity of greeting cards, you know, with if you mm. have people on the card, you want to pick a card that looks like you. But there's not always going to be a card that looks like, you know, so, someone like you who has very curly Orange hair—that's not a very common trait, so that you're not going to see that as much on a greeting card. Those are the
0: only cards I buy. <laughs> exactly.
1: So I think it's—it's it's a little bit harder. I think companies are trying to, you know, be more aware of diversity and more aware of that niche to to supply to those people that are looking to buy greeting cards. But I think overall, it just sells better when they're more universal.
0: Yeah, uh, totally. I think there is room for both. I think you made a really awesome point there that you don't think about the lack of diversity in something like the industry of greeting cards right? and the art of greeting cards until you're because for one, it's not from my point of view, at least it wasn't something I ever you know, had to think about as a white male. But now, like I see more work that is being done, not only with the diversity of greeting cards, but sort of the specificity of different communities with greeting cards that are not just the norm, what would what, what have or I should say, what have been where greeting cards always were. And I think that's awesome. There, there have definitely been companies and, and, and genres and styles that promote more of a diversity with it that I think is great. Well, at the same time, you know, still having the universal option because, like you said, it's a business. And that's how businesses make money, having different options. Exactly. And I have a question, if I may,
2: about the text, too, because we've talked sometimes, Toby, about cards that have very few words in them. Sometimes it just says thank you. We did a card that basically just (laughs) said thank you and all white space after that. And some cards that fill basically to the borders. We did an episode recently that the audience will hear that. I'm realizing I can't advertise for because it it's not out yet, but it will be out, but by the time this episode comes out, people will have already heard that episode. Anyway, I'm caught in a loop. What I mean to say...
0: Well, this episode's coming out this week, just as a reminder. That's right.
2: Okay, great. So I'm in the right continuum. Awesome. Great. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Right right universe. Excellent. Keep going.
2: Sorry. So in this universe, which is the right one, there are some cards that are filled to the brim with text, and they say, ever since I met you, you've been the best person in my life. We traveled to Jupiter together. It was okay. The cruise was more fun than the destination. Bermuda's not that nice a place. Actually, it is, but Let's not talk about that. Do you personally prefer cards that leave you a lot of room to add your own touch? Or do you like the ones that kind of very explicitly explain what the card is doing and what it's about?
1: Me personally, I am a writer and I could elaborately talk about the person for pages and pages. So I personally like when there's either no text or it just says something as simple as thank you or as simple as happy birthday. So I can write my own text. I do like that. But I know for some people who aren't good with words or don't really know what to say will go for the card that already has the words there and pick the card that symbolizes the person that they're going to give it to. So it, it's almost as if they personally wrote it, you know? So I think, yeah, for me, it's definitely I like when there's more space.
0: I think you'll need a little bit of space with the card that you provided th- today, Toby, because it is a little bit of a double barrel burn when you think about calling them out on perhaps some mild incontinence. <laughs> so when you have this greeting and you'll have to have plenty of space to go, hey, listen, I'm totally in the same ballpark as you. I don't want you to feel like you're alone here. I have a spastic bladder. It's something that I drink a lot of cranberry juice for, but with no sugar because they say it's really bad for you. But I have to cut it with water. Uh, I'm running out of space. H- happy birthday. love you. And, and so I'm with you. You got to have the space in order to – Hedge your bets on a greeting like this where someone might not exactly take it the wrong way, but, you know, might be a little bit sensitive to the whole thinking to your... look, we're all in the general New York metropolitan area finding a public bathroom it's like the best buys and what's the second option like hotels there's not a lot of it's options it's the best if you're buy next the to the other
2: best buy if you're lucky
0: well yeah because one of them is f- always says restrooms for employees only which i don't even think is allowed that's total baloney and then the other best buy will always say out of order which is also just bullshit so it's like which one do you go to yeah stand up to the man yeah <laughs> the best buy less traveled but well, we're going to go to the best buy most traveled, which is our rating for this card. So Toby, I want you to join us on here because this is, I think, a fun card. It has got a fantastic photograph, I was going to say, and it's one that's just goofy and fun. So we will decide where it deserves to go on our fridge. Now, what does that mean? Bobby and I both have a metaphorical, but we'll be true one-day uh, mm-hmm. fridge where we put on these cards. And for the sake of our conversation today, so do you. So we're going to decide where this deserves to be on the fridge. The rating usually is closer to your eye line tends to be the highest rating. Farther away from your eye line is the lower rating. It's not a perfect system. And it never will be, so help me God. But we will rate it today. Bobby, do you want to go sure. first? Sure,
2: and I'll say too, Toby, in the past we've had cards that were so off-putting in some ways that we have said the bottom level is either on top of or in the garbage. So it's sort of saying oh, you right op- in the trash. You yeah. open this card and you say, "Oh, the lovely card." Where are you putting it, and sometimes for how long? Because occasionally Dan has said, "Well, I like this card for a week, and then I'll just throw it out." So th- there's 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 time, and then <laughs> yeah, there's I'm the one
0: here. Speaking, of calling people out, I'm the one that, that has to specify how long it's going to be on it's the a fridge great, it's, because
2: it, I want to make it's work. great to plot it on two levels. You know, we're doing a graph here. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, chron- a chronology, if, and uh, and and where it's placed. So I'm I'm fine with it. But if I if I want to go first, of course, I like this card a lot. I will say, Toby, in the past, I've been more critical of broad humor not that I don't like it but I enjoy cards more that are a bit strange and esoteric so I like this card it's very good natured. it's fun I think I'm going to put this on the lower portion of the fridge so I want to keep it and I want to keep it there forever but I want to keep it at sort of where I keep my maple syrup which is just sort of like every time I reach down for the maple syrup for my breakfast I'm going to see this card have a light chuckle and then go, and I, I'm. that's what I'm doing. So, uh, Dan, do you want to go, or should we let Toby go first?
0: I feel like our guest should go, but I just want to double check. Uh, Bobby, how is your everyday syrup diet going? Oh, it's great. I drink eight glasses of syrup a day. Well, your skin is glowing, or sappy. I can't tell. <laughs> yeah, I don't feel good. <laughs> no one does. Toby, where does this rate on your fridge rating time?
1: I have to say I love this question so much, and I'm glad that Bobby went first because I'm glad I got to hear the analytical uh, answer to your card question.
2: You could say asshole. That's okay. No,
1: no, I I adore your your writing expertise. But I was thinking the same thing. I think I would put it on the. More so. So my fridge has the a separate door for the freezer. I think I would put it on the Wait,
0: the... Is it on? I'm Not to interrupt. Is it on top or on the bottom? It's on the bottom. Oh, oh damn. We made this, this throws harder. our whole okay. equation off here. <laughs> no, no, no. She's the guest. We, we oh, it's OK. So. So, Toby, it, your fridge specifically, because we went through a whole episode where we learned what our fridges are, but that is but not all fridges are made the same. So on your fridge, how are you doing it? Sorry, I didn't interrupt.
1: That is totally okay. So I have the top fridge, which is the regular fridge, and then the bottom half is the freezer. I think I would put it on the freezer portion.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not to say that it's not a funny card and I, I would get a good chuckle to see it, but I think seeing an image of a toilet every time I go to pick out my food might turn me off a little bit. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. Not great for appetite. Yeah. I totally agree with that. That makes perfect sense. There, I just love that you now we have another fridge in the mix. So when we get you your fridge decal, we're gonna have to remember that your freezer's on the bottom. So we'll just totally remember that, Bobby. We just gotta remember some fridges are not the fridge you and I share in this uh, universe where you and I are recording this from our share department.
2: I'm carving it into my arm right now, so I will not forget.
0: It's oh god, it's it's not even bloods coming out. It's just syrup. <laughs> That is some, and that's grade C. That is not the that's not the light amber stuff. No, this is not the Vermont stuff. This is this is New South Jersey at best. (laughs) South Jersey, (laughs) feel the fumes. I so my rating for this card. I like this card a lot. I also will admit in past episodes that I have been critical of more general styles because. I am just mean like that, but I will say that this is a lot of fun. It's again, it's a very bright image. <laughs> the toilet with a cigar just gives me a chuckle just looking at it. Sometimes simple things give me like an easy like laugh, and I can see maybe late at night I'm getting my uh, bowl of honey that I like to eat at 3 a.m. to keep my skin fresh, and I'm going to the fridge. And I see this card and I just get a quick laugh from it because I'm just like, what is that toilet doing with a paper towel cigar? <laughs> so I that I would like to keep that fun alive for a good period of time. So my rating is I am going to this is also going to have a time limit like my other cards. I am going to keep this in the middle section of the fridge Whoa. so it's not directly in my eyeline. But it's sort of like there alongside the baby shower announcements that you kept up there and the Mm -hmm. wedding save the dates that you're going to replace soon with the invites. It's going to go right there for a couple of months and then it's going to migrate to the bathroom because the bathroom doesn't (laughs) have a lot of greeting cards there and I don't know how to decorate a bathroom. So instead of getting a nice image of a boat or two ducks sharing a a grape, I'm going to get... This card, I'm going to tape it right up there so people can have a chuckle when they're doing whatever people do in the bathroom. It's none of my business. Yeah, the show is like be... jazz. <laughs> Bad jazz. Sorry, what, Toby? I
1: was going to say, I think it would be a great uh, decoration to put on the back of the toilet lid. What's that part?
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. That's where you put like wh- where you put the decorative candle that exactly. you never light or, you know, the spray, whatever. That's where you keep it right in between that.
1: Exactly. A
0: fantastic place to go um, once it's had its due diligence, once it's done its due diligence in the uh, kitchen. Because like I agree with you, there's a vibe about this where it's like, all right, I don't like equating this thought in food too often, but I also want to keep it because it gives me a good chuckle. So I think we got to start. It's life in the bathroom, which makes the most sense here.
2: Gives me a chance to replace my uh, Edgar Allan Poe quiz book that I usually keep on the back
0: of the toilet, too. <laughs> the answer is always a raven. <laughs> a raven or what, what was the love that he never had? His Beatrice, as it were? Oh, Lenore. Was that the one? Or Yeah, it's the, it's it's those two answers. Yeah. It's either a raven or Lenore. Yeah, yes. And it, you can understand why I want to replace it. I, it's, a, it's more of a pamphlet than a book, really. Yeah, well. You know how it is. But we know how it is with how much fun we have had with Toby today. Toby, we want to thank you so much again for joining us here today. We hope you had a blast. We'd love to have you on again because obviously there's a lot more we could learn from you here. And also you have a main line to some awesome cards, which we would love to exploit you further for.
1: Aw, thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. I've had the biggest smile on my face the entire time. You guys are amazing.
0: You even
2: teased other cards, too. Before we got on, you were like, this is only the tip of the iceberg. So now you've just sort of given us, you know, the first taste is for free. Now you're just saying, now you have to have me back on for for the other cards that are coming, too.
1: I have seen thousands and thousands of cards. So whenever you need a a good chuckle, I'm I'm here for (laughs) you.
0: You might be the reason why Bobby and I will never have to skulk around a Dwayne Reed ever again using our... Well, actually, Bobby is a good and uh, true person and actually buys these things. Mm -hmm. I'm the one who takes my phone out and records them. And then run away without having both. No, anything, I've joined your ways. You might. Yeah,
2: that's okay. I start. I started yes, stealing property better. images. That's
0: okay. We. It's not stealing if it's a greeting card. Well, don't steal greeting cards. Let me make something clear. Don't actually steal them from the door. But you're stealing the images. They're not NFTs. Okay. It's perfectly fine. to Dan, do stop that, blinking but. in the camera. Just, just gonna. <laughs> Just flex this eyelid muscle till it hurts. Toby, before we go, is there anything you would like to plug? You, of course, are a writer and actor outside of the world of greeting cards. Uh, we'd love to give you this space. Is there anything you would like to plug either coming up or even something that you think people should say? Oh, my goodness. This is so much pressure.
1: If you are interested in seeing some of my other non-greeting card blogs and articles, um, I'm with a company called Avi & Co. They are a watch retail company and you could go on their website avianco.com and click on my name Toby Sagona and you'll see my whole slew of articles and entertainment and a whole bunch of stuff it's been very fun
0: you heard it here folks
2: we heard it here folks <laughs> <laughs> that's right only enemies listen to this
0: podcast why does it why do my flub-ups have to be the titles <laughs> it's not fair you heard it here folks You heard it here, folks. Toby Sagona, Avi Yes. God, I got so distracted I can't say it right. Oh, my (laughs) God. You heard it here, folks. Avi Toby Sagona. Look her up. Look at her articles. Do it now. Don't get distracted by me not being able to speak properly. Do it now. Wonderful stuff. Toby, thank you so much again. Bobby, as always, you look fine. Thanks. Uh, Anything you'd like to say? (laughs) Nope, just thanks. Just thank you all. This is wonderful. Let's get Toby again. (laughs) Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Bye.
1: oh wait how do I stop this